0: Welcome into the 4th Mother Box. I could sit here and burn to that all day. But we have shit to talk about. We have slurs to throw at each other. Welcome into the 4th Mother Box. This is a very special episode and congratulations to the fans of 4th Mother Box and the podcast people out there. This will be our last show for at least a month while we are off and doing some things. Kyle's taking a European vacation. I'm going up to space. Um, we're doing some stuff, so so you get a break from us, but but you're gonna hear and, and your ears are gonna bleed for at least the next 60 minutes today. So I am Tom Oakley. Before you do anything else today, right? While you're sitting there taking a giant steamy dump from the horrible, horrible meals you ate Friday and Saturday night after eating salads and drinking water all week, you ruined your weekend by going to Zaxby's like for every single meal—breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You took a hot when you take a hot steaming pile of shit today, and no, I'm not talking about Megadeth's recent album. I'm talking about you being in the bathroom taking a hot steamy shit. I want you to follow Fourth Motherbox at Fourth Motherbox on Instagram and look for us on Facebook somewhere. But joining me as always, who's taking that European vacation? Is mantha from another band? That Kyle Cosentino, Kyle. How the fuck are you today?
1: I am doing good, and you forget that. When you're taking a massive, massive steamy dump, you're not supposed to be listening to The Fourth Mother Box. That's a Jedi Talk exclusive. Oh, I knew
0: that was coming, yeah. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle got really upset with Brad and I yesterday after he listened to our recent episode, our little top ten. He triggered. I will use the word triggered. Kyle got a little triggered by uh, the things that we just shared. We're just having a little fun, but but he let us have it in the group text the other day.
1: Yeah. Yeah, a little bit, but you know, I give you guys shit all the time, so I expect to get it back. And Brad, Brad thinks he's so cute doing his little impressions, uh, <laughs> which which is it's not far from, I guess, true, but he, it's still terrible. And whatever. Did
0: he's, you just he's, like he's, admit uh, to to Brad what Brad says about you being accurate? Did I hear
1: that right? No, not not in the least. His his impression is is not is not far off. Oh. I mean
0: it's <laughs> true Brad's good with the impressions.
1: <laughs> his his voice is kind of like a Jerry Seinfeld voice. Every time he <laughs> talks I'm like he sounds, I feel like he's going to say like what's the deal with you know whatever and um
0: what's the deal with yeah. this bourbon this week? You know, you can you can what? go you can go that angle. What?
1: To another glorious episode of the Jenny Talk podcast. <laughs> I sniffed my butt set in Disney's Animal Kingdom. What's the deal? <laughs>
0: that's, that's Evan was the one who went to Animal Kingdom.
1: He's there right well, now. No, I know he is, but nobody can hear what he's saying because he's like. That's how he sounds on the podcast, so nobody cares what he has to say.
0: Hey, do you want to know how my how my morning started today? And I am and I am completely just putting this out there. And this this is suicide for me to do this to tell you, um, and then like put this out there amongst our group of friends. But I don't care because it was funny, and I didn't like do it on like because I was fat or anything. But so we're Did you moving. Fall, drop your dole whip. Very very close, but um, we are moving into a. Uh, a house, a bigger house, obviously with a child coming, so we're moving into a suburb nearby. Still going to be incredibly close to the parks, but um, so we've got like boxes and shit everywhere. And I woke up about six thirty or something. Now he's get, getting a boarding group for Guardians today. I'm taking Winston out, um, and then I completely forgot where our boxes were. And it was pitch dark, and boy, oh boy, did I fall hard as fuck onto the kitchen floor over those boxes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I huh. wish it was film. No,
0: it wasn't. It wasn't, but um, that's okay. Did you, did,
1: when you hit the floor, did you shark pretty hard?
0: No, I did not. Um, immediately uh, texted your mother to make me feel better, though, and she did.
1: Or, actually, no, that's that's her friend, the turtle. <laughs> I emphasized the bee the in there, the turtle. And uh, there was a funny video that you, you shared with, um, with us <laughs> not too long ago where Mike was uh, trying to help a man get off the ropes, and he was kicking them and sharding at the same time. And yes. And then he fell.
0: Yes. We have this exclusive audio. This is twice we've had exclusive audio of um, Chicago's independent wrestling scene's favorite referee and favorite resident Amazing Turtle, um, Nubby Jones. Mike, I'm sorry. I don't know what the official name you go is as referee versus when you're the Amazing Turtle. So I'm going to call you the Amazing Turtle, Nubby Jones, because I think that, that kind of gets everything in there. So... Uh, we did post it at Fourth Mother Box on Instagram. If you're a fan of people falling and farts, Mike was trying to kick the uh, one heel wrestler off of the ropes. Um, I think there's a backstory; they probably don't like each other. And he on his third kick, he fell and he farted every time. And we, and we were able to get that audio. I paid a handsome price, but worth it.
1: Wow. Yeah, and this was the exact moment where fans started to change his name from the turtle, like, you know, as like in the animal, to the turd hole, as in, you know, somebody who shits their pants, and <laughs> I right? wonder. this was the exact
0: moment. I wonder how many um, times Mike shit his pants at Six Flags yesterday, or saw other people shit, shit their pants, because it's Six Flags, so I think it's like part of admission you have to shit your pants as you're walking in.
1: Yeah, people are shitting their britches left and right at at Six Flags. That's just like a common thing. I'm pretty sure people just take a dump in the big fountain when they walk in. So, it's it's just it's like a Walmart at Universal. That's what it is.
0: It truly sucks because like all, like I I really wish Universal had the DC theme to do the theme parks because uh, Mike Mike sent me a picture of Vertical Velocity and it looks like the same ride, but they just rethemed it to Flash. I just kind of wish, like, Marvel, because Marvel Superhero Island, like, we've, we've said this before, let let Disney do Marvel, let them take, you know, I mean, they've done well with the Guardians, you know, Paris's Avengers Campus, Kyle, you'll be there, um, I think in uh, a week or so, a weekish, week and a half, two weeks, um, you'll be hearing people scream Aah! all over the place, eating their baguettes in line for Snow White, you'll enjoy that.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to see Avengers Campus. Yeah. And you, I, yeah, certainly I could talk about that because with everything that's kind of been going on in my life, I've just been like almost too busy to really even look into the Disney parks surprisingly. And I this past week I actually took I took the liberty of researching it. And I was looking at the two parks. And I was really impressed with everything that they had there. Like Disneyland, there is massive It looks huge. And I was kind of shocked at how much smaller Walt Disney Studios was. But, you know, I would almost say, like, they didn't have Avengers Campus. I'd be like, why do I need to go there? You know, Um, I was looking at some of the rides at Walt Disney Studios. And wow, you were really right about Toy Story Land sucking. Um, Oh, yeah. I was like, I was like writing down the rides that I want to go to. And there's like maybe seven or eight or what whatnot. And I was like, oh, they got Slinky Dog. And then I looked up Slinky Dog. I'm like, what the fuck is this?
0: It's just is like this, Slink. Like, That's all it should be called is Slink.
1: <laughs> I'm like, this is bullshit. It's nothing like Hollywood Studios. I'm like, why would they why would they just like dumb it down so much? So but it from what it sounds like is that they are going to get you know, a couple of new lands there, and we might have talked about this in the past. They're going to get, like, a frozen land, and then, obviously, they're bringing Batu. So, you know, we might have to make a big trip to go see that when, when they get it, right?
0: Oh, 1,000%. I, th- I mean, you know, they've, they've... Interestingly, they made an update about the Arendelle section of Disneyland Paris not too long ago on the social media of, like, the Disney parks and, and some other stuff. But like they didn't mention Batu, but when you go, Kyle, I'll be really interested because I was there in September, late September last year, and you're going next month. I'm really interested if the construction walls still have up that they're building a Batu and an Arendelle. So when you're in Walt Disney Studios Park over there, let me know. Take a picture of that because the billboard said both park like they're they're building both of those. Like that's the the first international Batu. Um,
1: no. Hoping it's different. They're going to do something different with Batu, or is it is it just going to be a copy and paste? Because you know how, like y- you know, every Disney park sometimes gets a little bit something different. I'm assuming it's probably going to be copy and paste. They're not going to add like something new. Well, right?
0: They copy and pasted Disneyland and Disney World's Batu. There's just one more entrance into Batu and Disneyland. That's like the only. Like if you and there's there's just minor differences, like nitpicky shit, but but that that as far as story goes, like the same timeline, same characters, it's the same damn thing. What Disney should do, in my staunch, very um right opinion, um, is right is being correct. I feel like you gotta say that and fucking people politicize everything. I'm correct. Um here at Walt Disney World, since we have the Halcyon um, which I will be boarding exactly uh, – Brad and I will probably be in line from now, exactly one week from today. Um, Evan, don't be late. So um, we have the hell scene here in Walt Disney World. So Batu being in the middle of Episode 8 and 9 timeline, perfect sense. I love it. Absolutely love it. For us to have the Star Cruiser, doesn't bother me that we're in that timeline I love the sequel trilogy. So that's just me. I know other people get their panties in a bunch about that. What they should have done at Disneyland was done a completely different era. Or made it more magical, right? Like Batu being like the post where people just from all parts of the galaxy come in. There should be an option to see maybe Ahsoka. Um, I mean, I know we're going to get Ahsoka, but like do an Anakin, do an Obi-Wan, you know? you know, Bring in other characters. Allow Vader to be in Batu, right? Having Darth Vader at Batu, and he's been there before, canonically, so it'd be really cool to see him there. You know, in Ogus Cantina, there's a blaster bolt from Anakin. Um, so anyway, and then Paris should be different, too.
1: Paris should be completely different. Make it prequel. I mean, I feel like that would be the smart thing to do, because then it would give a, people a, a real reason to go to the park. I'm like, why would I go see Disney Paris? Why would I go all the way to Paris when it's you know, I could just go to Florida and see the same thing? Like if it's not gonna be any different. See, it's just like Disney needs to like add something different. And you're right, add a different spin on it. Give us a reason to go there. That would be really cool. But
0: you I also mean, have there's... to look at yeah, you have to look at it, you know, look looking at it for like the Europeans, right? There's a good amount of individuals that live in Europe or close to France. Um, that have not been able to get a chance to travel to the states to see Batu now you know they 've had since two thousand and nineteen to do so, and I know there was a pandemic in the midst of all of that, so you know I could see logistically just from a business standpoint they copy and paste it because they 're like now we 're allowing different our fans from different parts of the world to be able to experience it at a you know easier and a lesser cost but but you could still make the same argument. It's like yes, you're giving them something different and something only they get to experience more, and then you'd be enticing the you know the United States travelers and everybody else who don't who do not live in Europe to travel there. So it really is an interesting conversation, though. I don't know what if you were to pick a timeline like like for for Paris's Batu, what would you theme it? Star Wars wise.
1: I mean, I would I would have to say I would go with the OG trilogy, just because it's so iconic and so, like, it started everything. And I think you get, like, the past, you know, you would get the past from there, past hours, and you would get the future, which is, you know, two in the States. So that's what I would choose. I mean, you could really do a lot with it. I just think... You know, even like the they've talked about it, in like Imagineering or one of the Disney shows where they talk about the theme park rides. You, you know, they talked about when they add a Disney park to another country, they always try to incorporate the culture of that country, and so you do get a little bit something different at each park. And so, and and two, like they've um, you know, Phantom Manor is is going to be one of the rides that I really want to go on, and it's obviously modeled after the Haunted Mansion. And I can't wait to to do that. You know, that's going to be one of my top rides that I want to go on while I'm in Disneyland Paris. So, I don't, I mean, maybe Star Wars is just too, there's too much, it's too big, you know? Like, it's just, there's too much more, and it would just take a lot more to add into that. I don't know. I would just think, like, it would be cool to see. I mean, more Star Wars is definitely a cool thing. So is is uh i mean obviously you did they have star tours there right they do. I was reading mm-hmm. and is that kind of like the same as is uh hollywood studios
0: uh yeah yeah it's it's exactly you're going to the same places it's just except it was in french i believe that was the only difference same queue um it's like
1: french c3po
0: yeah oh oh beep. i don't know how to do a french c3po Oh, that's tough. My mind and can't so comprehend like when, that. What was that? My mind can't comprehend being a rude, ignorant C-3PO. <laughs> that so joke like was at the expense of French people.
1: When when characters come on the screen, do they speak in French or do they speak in English?
0: French. If I or if I, I remember Star Tours correctly, it was French.
1: It was like French Ray or Finn yeah. or whoever else. Yeah, who I...
0: Up. I think I had a French Poe, which which was even weirder. Um,
1: yeah, that's kind of odd. I mean, I get, I mean, I get it, but it's, I don't know. I mean, I feel like because I'm going to see Guardians in Europe, and yeah, I'm mean going to ask you do, about that. It, like the first day that I get there, we're going to see that, and it's it's in English. The movie is in English, so it's no different than here. It just they put subtitles, and that's that's the only change. Oh wow! So it yeah, works out for you. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Because I only know a little Polish, and that would that would be something that uh, you know wouldn't do much for me. So if it wasn't in uh, fully English. Yeah, right. Um, that's cool, though.
0: That's cool. That's cool to see like a a movie because I'm seeing it. Um, the 6th, the Saturday that it's out. Which day are you seeing it?
1: Um, so I'm leaving Friday night. So when oh, okay. I get there I to, go to the movies right after Ooh. and see it's, it's Saturday too. Oh boy.
0: You'll be ahead of schedule there, but um, yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah. Kyle's going. What else? Anything else that you're really, 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 really looking forward to do it. And in, in Disneyland Paris,
1: I think I, I want to see hyperspace mountain because i i just you know up until recently i i never knew that that was like a star wars themed kind of a ride and i'm really looking forward to that because i've never seen it right i mean i know california has that but um this will be periodically
0: great to
1: see. yeah and obviously like avengers campus because it's been out now for i i forgot when it opened maybe like a 2 years now in california Um, it
0: opened in california in 21 i believe may of 21 and then it just opened in paris may of last year because it is like pretty spranking it's still pretty brand new
1: yeah so you know i really want to see that because i just want to see how marvel does like a disney park right so i'm sorry how disney does a marvel park so that's That's obviously going to be one of the first places I want to go to and just, you know, take that all in. So I'll I'll be very happy to see that.
0: Now, I know how you feel about the ride systems of Tower of Terror, but can I talk you into doing this one at all? I'm telling you, it's the best one of all of them.
1: I, you know what's weird? You know how there's just certain rides that just don't work for you? And this is, I love Tower of Terror. I love the theme of it. But, man, I just hate, like, you know, drop rides where you just sit there and it just drops. Like, I've never liked that. I always hate the way it makes me feel. But, um, but you think that I should do it?
0: Yes, because what makes this ride is the little girl of the family. They, she follows you around and, like, she'll, she'll tell you right before you're about to drop, it's creepy as fuck. It's like remember not to scream. They're gonna hear you if you scream and then you drop and scream and it's it's just it's so timed perfectly.
1: Wow. It's creepy as hell. So, so it's it's the same but different in a way, or is it yes. completely different?
0: Um same but different story. Like like the same idea, but there's like a different story. You're you're following a different like story.
1: So, so, the story is, like, somebody stole somebody's, like, cheese, and you have to figure out. And some girl got killed in the process. Yes. Yep. There was I
0: stolen see. stolen cheese and baguettes, a bag full of baguettes. And uh, the French police went around saying, oh, to everybody, and, and nobody knew where the cheese went. So, we ended up with Tower of Terror.
1: His like, lumineer everywhere in Disneyland Paris. Because I feel like he's the only, like, French character
0: he's too nice. Um no, he is yeah,
1: he's, he's like oh, I'll be our guest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I, I don't I don't recall him. Like you know, Walt Disney Studios Park is definitely the worst Disney park that I've been to overall. However, it's got some very unique things. Like there's some good, there's some high highs like the entrance into Walt Disney Studios Park like the indoor like vibe of like old school Hollywood is really cool. Um and then when you get out there it's 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 not really appealing on the eye you know studio the tower of terror is right there but they're working on making this better they really are especially if they go through with frozen area and batu well disney studios park is going to look a lot better when it's all done with but
1: yeah i could see that being real a real major attraction there but if if they didn't have avengers campus there i think i would just skip it because there's really not much else there Crushes coaster. You know, yeah, I mean, obviously there's cool things there, and I, I really am interested in like that backlot express kind of a ride. I think it was Cars Road Trip. I'm not sure. I forget yeah. which park that's in. Walt Disney that, Studios Park. I, okay, yeah. So I'll really like like that one. I'm really interested in that. I love that in uh, Universal in California. So and I haven't been to California in so long, or California Disney anyway. Um, so. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, what? But yeah, I think it it would be better to go there whenever they finish Area Arendelle, and um, I I think that's a great idea. You know, they're they're bringing really popular IP and making a park out of it. I think that's that's certainly a huge draw. I'm not sure if they're going to do that here, but I mean, um, are they going to do it here? Do you know?
0: No, I don't think they're going to make like an Arendelle. I mean, we have. closest thing to Arendelle and Norway and Epcot I mean Frozen might be a part of what's beyond Big Thunder
1: the thing that they sort of teased at D23 but well Bob Iger said he's investing 17 billion over the next like I don't know 5 years or something like that at Disney 5-10 years didn't he say that into Florida specifically I hope so I think that I that that's what I assumed he meant because you know there's so many other parks like that would I mean I would assume that he meant Disney World.
0: They're uh suing the state of Florida right now. DeSantis and and I hope I hope Disney wins. I do because DeSantis is wrong in this situation. It's a stupid go- it's a government takeover and you call yourself a conservative, man. That's bullshit. That's bullshit.
1: Yeah, you know like you know I don't I think he's done some good things for Florida. it sounds like, but this is just something I don't understand. Like, so what if they took a stand against something political? I mean, everybody has a right to to make that stance. and Disney is a huge part of what draws people to Florida. I mean, it's a huge part, so That's I, why I I'm live always here. A, yeah, I mean, I'm always in favor of collaboration, and politics just fucking ruins everything. I swear to God.
0: You know, I was, I, you know, I was, I stayed at, my b- birthday was just this past Tuesday, and I, we stayed at Fort Wilderness Lodge, or not not Fort Wilderness, we stayed at Wilderness Lodge. It always comes out of my mind like that because of the Fort Wilderness campsites. But we stayed in, like, a nice, like, one-bedroom suite, and it was on the first floor, and it looked out, and then this beautiful forest area. You wouldn't think you're in Walt Disney World. You wouldn't even think you're in Florida. It just feels like you're in, like, the, wilderness, the California wilderness. It's... Um, steamed off the, the, after the Pacific Northwest, like we went and ate at like the geyser grill and they had like an actual geyser there. It's right off the lake where discovery islands at. Um, so anyway, but, um, uh, staying at Fort wilderness, um, I was watching on like one of the Disney channels that they had, they were just talking about the announcement when Walt sat down with like the Florida governor. Um, and just was announcing, like, the expansion in, like, Disney World in Florida, in Central Florida, all the land he built, and, like, and, like, I just couldn't help but be, like, jealous to a sense of, like, the partnership that those people got to see amongst, like, a visionary like Walt and and with the Disney company, and I know different times, but it's just, like, and then now you look at it, and it's, like, pissing matches between a a political riser in, in his own party, and he's getting marching orders from them versus like, you know, an a company that has entertainment that is nostalgic to all of us. Yes, they make some bad decisions with some things. They swing and miss and they learn, but um, it just sucks to see like the, the fighting now, right? It's just like, yeah, what happened? Like like Walton. I don't I, I'm I'm don't know the name of that governor who was as uh, governor back in the sixties, late sixties in Florida. But you know what I mean, man?
1: It's just like it's kinda like ugh I and the thing that kills me the most, not to really harp on politics or anything like that, is that people that just march to the pipe of whatever their party says. You know, yep. like if you agree a certain way, if you swing a certain way, you know, and, and that's fine, right? So you agree with a certain political party, but you know what? Think for yourself. Sometimes, you know what I mean. Like, it's okay if you stay in your lane and maybe don't don't agree with somebody. Right. Like it's it's not the worst thing in the world to have a mind for yourself. So actually, that's a really good thing, because that's what promotes change. And and promotes authenticity and individuality. Right. And those are good characteristics to have. So
0: I'll never forget something. This is a core memory I have. You know, growing up, I don't remember how old I was, but I remember a specific like two to three minute TV spot back in the day and like this was like a 90s thing and it was the genie it was robin williams it was the genie and he's just like this was all new footage like new animation and he was just going around and like teaching the people the viewers who were watching it that like great minds think for themselves like you know the popular um statement always was great great minds think alike right and i and like robin williams slash genie's character in like this couple minute little cartoon or whatever you wanted to call it or like this PSA right like think of it as like it's old G.I. Joe PSA it was like an a it was a genie PSA saying that great minds think for themselves and he was like having a really fun genie way going about proving that to the viewer so that always stuck with me and I I, I think that's kind of why I tend to try to follow that so it's like see you talk about Disney you you know making an impression making a good impression on on me as a kid and they do that to others they're not trying to turn the frogs gay like everybody thinks disney's trying to do <laughs> so calm down everybody you can have some common sense
1: yeah 100 percent true right for sure and yeah you don't have to agree with everything but nope. it's i i just like i'm just a fan of i love accountability and i love like people who are not just falling in line with whatever bullshit is being trotted out on tv like think for yourself you know that's right life is a Life is a lot better when you do that.
0: That's right. Um, I, I think for myself, Kyle, when I'm playing Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Holy shit. And here's your spoiler warning now. Kyle and I are going to talk about to the point that he's up to, because I believe I'm ahead of him. But we'll
1: we'll find out. Um, so, you haven't slept at all this weekend. You've just been playing this straight through. I haven't, is what I understand.
0: I haven't slept for other reasons, but um, I've done okay with playing this. Like, look, when it dropped, I had myself some fun time. I, I blew through some levels, and I played it a good amount yesterday. Have not played it yet today. Today is Sunday. I'm going to Epcot after we're done recording, and then I'll play it later today. i got to do some packing, so might be a little bit until I can get to it, but, oh, I will get to it. Fuck, man, this game is...
1: It's so impressive. It's it's impressive.
0: Like, you said it the best in our text and you said that it's like they improved on every aspect of this game thus far and you're absolutely right.
1: They really have because up until the release I I was playing Fallen Order just so I was everything was fresh in my mind and while I didn't get a chance to beat it I got up to Ilum in Fallen Order so like I was leaving and then um and then this dropped so I'm like okay well I got to I got to get Jedi Survivor so, but I was just immediately impressed with everything. It seems like it's a lot the story is, is more focused. The graphics look amazing. The gameplay, the the combat. Um it just it feels it feels very much like a Star Wars movie. Like they you can tell right off the bat that they put so much into this and they did it in a relatively short time because this this game broke like a record for how they. They put it together, which is, it, that's always a concern, right? And I know there's some issues on Steam with it, and people are complaining, but, you know, I don't know. I mean, people are even complaining about PS5, but, I'm like, I've played it for many hours now, and I haven't seen any problems. So just just sit the fuck down, seriously. It's it's a great quality game. I will say, uh, with every fiber of my being, fuck that rancor okay so if you've if you if you played the game and you got to kobo or if you haven't gotten to kobo yet and uh you know about the rancor because you've seen it in the trailers be very very warned that rancor will fuck your shit up
0: that was a fun fight yeah um i started to when we got to the rancor on kobo i started to suspect because you run into a prospector and there's like a side mission and and they're not called missions in the game they're called rumors right did you notice that it's like this is rumor yeah. that you heard yeah it's like oh that's cool so you eventually get to um like this mine where the prospector tells you to check some things out and so you go into the mine you're checking it out you're finding dead people you're finding bones and like like oh some big-ass animal and cal even starts to pick it up it's like something big is really tearing into this and then like right before i dropped down into the pit like did you get a feeling of the rancor because i'm like oh, this looks a lot like <laughs> where luke fought the rancor in a new hope um because then th- there were like those like bones on the ground and i don't know if you picked one up but if you pick the bone up and throw it at the rancor it gets stuck in his mouth just like return of the jedi
1: oh really wow yeah. yeah i got up there and i was at standing at the top of the ledge and I look, am looking down at this big pit. I'm like, "Hmm. What's down here?" Yeah, exactly. Like, and then I jumped and I'm like, "Oh shit." I I underestimated him and I think he just charged at me and he just ate me right away. I'm like, "What the <laughs> fuck?" And then I must have like tried to beat him like 20 times before I left. I I still haven't beaten him. I I have to come back because he just kept handing my handing me my ass and I uh, yeah, I have to, like, power up. Yeah. You, I feel like the one, uh, Now I wouldn't call this a criticism. I would just say, like, it's, there's so many, there's, like, three different stances so far. I think there might be a fourth one. Oh, yeah, I have there. a
0: fourth one. I got a fourth one last night. Uh, no, I have a fifth one now, actually.
1: Okay, so. Fuck, I forgot, about the, I forgot about getting that before
0: the guys left last night. Fuck, I want to talk about that, but I can't yet. Oh, go
1: on, sorry for me like i don't know when i played fall in order i really just heavily relied on one stance like i i was double bladed saber and i liked that i think that was like the most effective for most enemies like i never really switched back to just the the individual saber no there's there's five stances from what i understand and there's each each stance comes with its own tree and um moves that you can get so uh, and again, I wouldn't call this a criticism. I'm just saying that there's just so much. And I'm struggling with, like, which route do I pick? And, you know, what do I invest in? And I think that's, you know, I'm still trying to, like, learn the ins and outs of the combat. Because it's it's the same as Fallen Order, but they've changed it a little bit. Like, the slow button is not... You don't have, like, a slow button anymore. You have, like, just a slow ability. So you have to build that up before you can use the slow ability which is cool and there's there's a couple of things like when you have um the dual saber like when in e- individual hands i forget what it's called but dual wield both dual wield okay so there's a new ability where you where you click a triangle and you're just like in this like um i don't know it slows everything down and then you can like block and like strike that was definitely new, because you you learn that when you face the ninth sister, and oh yeah, spoiler alert: the ninth sister comes back. That was cool. Which, which you kind of, you know, in when you fight her on y you really don't kill her. You just like cut off her hand and then blow her. You like force push her into like some tree shit.
0: Oh, you you like force push her through like like there's there was fire. And, like, she falls down. I mean, she, she's big. The ninth sister is, like, giant, giant creature. And the cool thing, too, about that fight is we learn her name and learn that she was a Jedi that, you know, turned,
1: that got turned. It was really cool. I like, I like how Kale tries to reason with her, you know, even after everything. And I'm really curious to see where this story goes because this Cal Kesta seems like, I mean, it's five years, from what I understand, from Fallen Order, but it seems like this Cal Kestis is a little bit edgier, a little bit more experienced and maybe even struggling with the dark side a little bit more because with the, I'm only up to Kobo and I haven't gotten, I've explored a lot of Kobo, but I haven't gotten through it yet. Um, I'm like past, uh, you know, I went through Grease's cantina and did all that and I just unlocked Doma's okay. like shop. Yeah. And that's, that, that's where I ended up. But it just from some of the things that have happened, I'm like, I'm wondering if Cal is really struggling with the dark side. So, I I think the story is pretty cool so far. Man, Coruscant looked fucking unbelievable. It, Coruscant
0: looked amazing to play through that, and just it, they was it was covered in Imperials too, just like every turn, which which it should be because this is like the reign of the
1: Empire right now. You know, I'm. I'm yeah. There's so much to explore with this game, and man, Kobo is huge, and just the levels seem like they're huge. And I I keep wondering. And I'm like, man, I wonder who's going to show up in this game, you know? So uh, there've yeah, been man, a, we could talk for
0: right we could there been I mean, there been a few surprises. It. I've had I've had a few oh shit moments in this game already.
1: I you know like um I could see this being. I mean, obviously, this is probably Star Wars' best video game to date. And I just love how they took time with the story. I don't know why they released that awful book, but... (laughs) I know. Why didn't they they spend more time in the book? That's That's what I'm, like, scratching my head at. I'm like, this is such a rich story with, like, you know, characters that you connect to immediately, right? Like, each one of these characters that you meet, they're really... You know, they really bring you in, which is unlike most video games and even, you know, TV shows nowadays. So who wrote this? You know, did like a fifth grader write this story? I mean, I just feel like you could have written a really cool bridge story and like that would have played in so much more into, you know, the game. Um, Especially like, you know, you see Grease, you, you can see that his arm has been cut off and replaced with like a robot hand a robot arm. Right, right. In- that
0: happened in the book.
1: Right. I know. I remember that. I'm just... Yeah, anyway. So <laughs> so, what's been your favorite part so far? Like, what if, what's really resonated with you up to this point?
0: I am so locked into this story because of... And you'll start to flesh it out. It doesn't sound like you have yet. Um, you'll start to flesh out what it is. It connects... The greater lore of Star Wars, it introduces some things that, like, if you're going to introduce, like, characters like they introduced, that's the way to do it. And I'm being vague on purpose. I'm not ruining it for Kyle or ruining it for anybody else. You know, we've talked about a very small portion of the game, spoiler-y, thus far. Um, There's a lot more to go. So I'm just so invested and I'm so happy with the story, you know, because... With, three, with it being three and a half years, I was nervous that the story might just be a little bit of a rehash, you know, of just like, oh, you got to go to a planet because you're looking for clues to get you to one thing. But, you know, there's there's more. And I love how when you start out with Cal, like he's even more powered up than when you ended the game in Fallen Order. There's new shit he can do. He's more confident. And you're right. You know, some may think he's struggling with the dark side. I think he's struggling with the heavy weight of, um, just like losing, like like people dying because he, you saw in Coruscant all those people that he was that he, the militants of from Saw Gerrera that he was running with, they all, all but one died. You know, Bo Bo De Kuna is the only one that survived and who's following Cal um, right now. Yeah, pretty heavy. That that um, was heavy as hell. Whew.
1: And it was kind of like an explosive opening. It, it kind of reminded me a little bit of Arkham City. Like, you know, you... Oh, the, the opening... City,
0: no, the opening reminded me of Arkham Asylum. When you're Batman walking with the Joker through Ar, through Arkham Asylum. When, and when you're, I mean, when you're Cal in the handcuffs.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's... Obviously, yeah, obviously Arkham City is similar because you're Bruce Wayne in handcuffs. Oh, that's Mike. right.
0: Oh, that's right, that's right. My bad. And
1: then you just suit up and it just gets fucking crazy right Mm-hmm. so good do call you have any, yeah do you have any like major hopes for this game as as you are progressing through it
0: i, I major hopes not really because <laughs> everything that they've given us and shown us and like i've had some surprises of things i didn't expect so it's just like Continuing to be surprised and satisfied with the game. I don't know what could happen right now for like me to hate this game, right? Because everything so far has been so fun. Um, it's possible, but we'll see. We'll see. There's there's so much I haven't done yet too in the game that like I go ba- I have to go back and I keep marking. I'm like, oh my god, I have to do this. I had to de- a delete. I had to remove a bunch of space to load this game <laughs> too. So, so
1: I'm I'm hoping we finally we finally get to the introduction of a one by two on this on this game because that would be such a cool thing you know it it would be placed perfectly in this story like because you're kind of going from planet to planet it seems like yeah and it would just be so cool if they they put that in the game now i don't know if what um what planets are in the game or, or anything like that but that would be one of my hopes. Obviously, I hope I, we get some, like, Star Wars legacy characters in there. That um, commercial they released with Mark Hamill and oh, Cameron Monaghan... so was so fun. With, ...was very interesting, to say the least. And I don't know if that's just foreshadowing or they, like, released a spoiler of some kind. I know the timeline isn't exactly there, but I don't know. I mean, maybe there's a time jump in the game. Who knows? You know? So... But, um, yeah, I, I'm really... Time jump in the game.
0: Are, I never thought about that.
1: I mean, it, it's it's visible, it's right? Wow. And, I, you know, I've got to, like, rip on IGN for a minute here. You gave this game a nine, and I watched the review, and it was, like, 14 minutes long. And I swear to God they do this every time. It's such a fucking bullshit website, right? They, they review these high-end video games, and... You almost always know who they're going to give a 10 before the game is even released. And this game deserves a 10. It, I haven't finished it yet, but I knew right away this game is a fucking 10. And they're like, this game improved on everything from the, the previous game in so many ways. and, and But we're going to give it a, the same score. I'm like, fuck you. Okay, Arkham Knight deserves a 10. So does this game. You're terrible IGN. You're so terribly predictable. I hope your your website explodes. So. <laughs> but one last thing is, like, you know, Zelda is coming out. Uh, Tears of the Fallen Kingdom. And I'm very excited to play this. And it's coming out uh, next month. And it will probably dominate my life for probably the rest of the year. But, you know, this game is already a 10. And like I was explaining to other people, if you look at, if you compare these two games, you know, this So Jedi Survivor is like state-of-the-art, right? Graphics are, I mean, there are better graphics that I've seen, but the graphics look pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. The story is there, the combat is there, you know, um, it it places well into the world of Star Wars. Everything about it has been really awesome and, and, you know, great so far. Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is probably, it looks, and I've seen a lot of gameplay from that but it's kind of a it seems like more of a copy and paste from Breath of the Wild and that's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing, but Zelda's never been known for story. It's never ever been about story. Nobody cares about the story. And if you say that you do, you're a fucking liar, okay? And the graphics look just above Nintendo 64 to me. So, you can't tell me that a game if you're grading a game, you know, and you're like just overlooking the fact that it really doesn't have a story that you care about. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's my thing. Like the graphics are, are subpar because it's on the highly inferior Nintendo switch and there's no story. And all you have is like a massive world and in combat, which is great. I mean, it's top notch, but you know, it doesn't deserve a 10. Mm. That's me. Okay. Well, I'm a long-standing fan of Zelda. You know, Ocarina of time was one of my favorite games of all time. I play the shit out. Of, that was like the game of my childhood. And I, I feel like if you grew up when we did, you're it was probably the game of your childhood as well. So,
0: speaking of Zelda, um, so Poseidon's Fury: Escape from the Lost City over at Universal and Islands of Adventure is closing officially, like permanently, on May 9th, uh, So that's a week from today. Uh, bought myself and and Brad. Uh, we got ourselves a final tour shirt. Um, the heavy rumor that they are retheming that show, that walkthrough, that tour, that experience to something Zelda themed.
1: No way.
0: That that's the rumor, but that's an it's it's an online rumor. So we'll see.
1: I mean, I don't, I can't imagine that they would. And here's why: is because Super Nintendo World is a major success, and Nintendo is very aggressive when it comes to maintaining their IPs, like their franchise, whereas PlayStation and Xbox just doesn't, doesn't give a shit anymore. They will just license it to whoever, you know. Nintendo, you'll never see Super Mario come out for Steam or Zelda for that matter. You'll mm. never see it come out for PlayStation or Xbox or anything else. It's always just going to be Nintendo. And while I would maintain that, Nobody really needs a Nintendo other than for those games. Um, you know, that's, that's their thing. I mean, I know Nintendo, like, does really well, but I'm just saying, like, is, like, it's an inferior system and it's really designed more for kids, and I would never just go... The only reason I'm buying it is for a Zelda game and maybe, like, a Mario, and
0: that's it. Well, if... But, but, I mean, they allowed Super Mario World. What would stop them from allowing, like, a Zelda attraction?
1: But Super Mario World is like Nintendo's thing. Or, I don't know. I, I would assume that it's Nintendo's and not Universal's, right? No, it's a it's a Universal park. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, then that changes things. Okay, so. Oh,
0: that's wow. That's why. That's you know why what? Epic Universe we're getting here in Orlando. Super Nintendo World is going to be a part of that. That is all. All that's all Universal.
1: You know what? Zelda could be its own park. That's how big this franchise is. And if they if they put that into Islands Adventure, that would be a huge, huge draw. But they would need to make it like Harry Potter World. They need to have this space for that. Right. Don't just make it sound like replace that's, it with Poseidon's Fury fair. because that's you need that would like oh man. If Universal does this, holy shit, they're gonna fucking destroy Disney. And that opens well i just know? read an
0: article means- that that universal posted profits every month so far this year like record profits <laughs> theme parks exclusively
1: yeah disney's response to universal is just to raise you know give us fucking genie plus and raise the prices of the tickets so great
0: yep thank the guys dumbasses um Anywho, uh, we've got a little bit left. We're kind of getting here towards the end. You know, people are like, when are they going to shut up about the bread? Um, We got ourselves a fantastic second trailer from upcoming movie, The Flash. What did you think about trailer number two?
1: You know, before it dropped, I was talking about, maybe it was you that I was talking about this with, but I was saying you know we got a lot from the flash and i really don't want another one and just because i don't want anything spoiled however i watched it and man it was it was obviously the best trailer to date i mean i felt like kind of it kind of got me in the feels a bit you know because they showed there's like kind of the fan service sorry evan if if you're listening. I know fan service is a trigger word for you, but there was some good fan service in this trailer. Obviously, where Michael Keaton says, you want to get nuts. And the bat playing in the moon. I mean, it just felt like so emotionally driven. And Kyle I really had an Evan moment. See... Yeah. Um, but I don't cry at parades. Uh, so, <laughs> But I really hope that people see this movie as you know something that is going to be very important like a, a hugely successful superhero movie a great storyline i mean we all know we've covered ezra miller many many times we know that it shouldn't be happening and it should be somebody else but if you give this movie a chance i i guarantee you this is probably going to be one of the best superhero movies uh to date. so maybe it won't get to end game or infinity war or Zack Snyder's justice league levels but this will be certainly one to be remembered.
0: You got that right.
1: It's going to destroy the box office. I think it's going to destroy Guardians of the Galaxy 3 for that matter. You know, so they, they're marketing it smart. And like I've said it before, make it, make the trailer centered around Michael Keaton versus, and they've done that and they've done it really well. And even though we're all upset about the things that Ezra Miller has done and and not the inclusion of Henry Cavill, fuck off, Brad. (laughs) So, but it's, it's been really, really well done. What the
0: fuck, Florida? So. Like now the sun's out. Like I thought it was supposed to be overcast. <sighs> stupid ass sun. Stupid oh, ass don't even get ginger. me
1: started on overcast. <laughs> that's we that's live here. I'm going to have to like cut another clip of me tearing into Chicago for its bullshit weather. It is fucking going to be May 1st tomorrow. And I still have the fucking heat on stupid piece of shit butt licking stupid city and stupid ass weather.
0: <laughs> Whose butt does Chicago lick? If Chicago's a butt licking uh, city, do they who's which which other city's butt hold does Chicago lick? These are the important questions that our fans want to hear.
1: I would think it would have to be the dirtiest city ever. So you know, San Francisco? I'm, I'm, well I was thinking I'm like, well what comes to mind is San Francisco and then New York. Oh, yeah. New York just like has trash everywhere. I mean I don't know. I forget if San Francisco does well. Then San Francisco, while it doesn't have trash everywhere, it does have human feces. Yeah. So I guess it would be your preference. Chicago doesn't like do shit. Have Brad because he's familiar with like licking buttholes, so oh the giraffes, yeah. He, yeah, maybe he would know. I'm. Well, I heard it was like a few animals on that ride, and so he he prefers the rhino, but he's been known to lick the giraffe's butthole as well. So
0: yeah, apparently a rhino almost killed Brad once on the safari.
1: Yeah, yeah. Apparently, the uh, like a baby rhino almost charged the car, and he started to cry, and then he wet himself.
0: Ranger, the baby and rhino, the one from the show on Disney Plus. Yeah, that, that one, one tried to kill him. Okay, which I've actually saw it you know, he's there. in all seriousness,
1: like I wonder, I wonder if that I can't even ever imagine like that would happen though. That would be crazy. Could you imagine like seeing a rhino just fucking charge at the car? They just seem so fat and docile. I mean, it. I don't know. They're fat and seem docile, like, yeah. They seem like the di- the typical Disney patron, just <laughs> very fat and docile in their scooter. Man, the
0: there are there's like a cheer competition at Universal this weekend, and some of the worst people on the planet are cheer moms, and it's like the ones that we saw are like mixed with rfs and just like your typical reality tv cheer mom and it made for like the ultimate karen it was terrifying
1: was brad there
0: he was not um he's not not allowed back into universal until 2027 um another dinosaur incident on Velocicoaster. coaster we can get into detail next show but but because we'll have to put an nc-17
1: warning on it Jesus, he, he really uh, has a problem. He needs to enter into like an, uh, like an AA for, I don't know, actually like animatronic sexual fetishes. I mean, I don't know if that exists. I don't know if I want to Google
0: that, and, and I don't know if I want my phone to think I'm into that. So let's just assume that that exists, and there's like a subsection he, on Pornhub for that.
1: Is uh, Brad secretly a furry too? Is he? Do you know what that is, a furry?
0: Yes, I've heard of the term furry before. I'm not under a rock, but yes. Look I at, Kyle. Look at Kyle. Kyle's trying to defend it, act like he doesn't know what a furry is. I'm on to you. No. Nope. I don't I have a degree, and I know was. what you're doing.
1: <laughs> I didn't know what it was until like maybe a year or so ago. Uh-huh. When some-
0: uh-huh, yeah. You left a tail at my house. I know what you're into.
1: Yeah, Okay. <laughs> Um, you also anyway, left your
0: Mandalorian comic book, by the way. Brad was really sad. He was over last night playing Survivor, and um, he saw that you left the comic book that he gave you. He cried.
1: Good. I hope he did. Actually, like, I wiped my ass with it before he left. So,
0: I'm gonna get it signed by Vimarati for you and mail it back to you.
1: Yeah, that was like the worst. That was like the worst. Like you know, attempt at insulting me of all time. Like he, he could have just done so much better. Like seriously, he had, he had time to plan this and it could have just been so much better, but it just fell hard. Like most of, most of your guys insults, it just falls hard.
0: I fall hard on your mother every night, but uh, we are getting to the end of fourth mother box today. Um, Kyle, any, any, any like real last things you want to say before I give you the last thoughts for like our last show of for a month here? Anything we want to talk about?
1: Um, no, I, I don't think so. I, I think, obviously, definitely promoting Jedi Survivor. You, you know, don't listen to the people online that are complaining that it's the frame rates aren't up to code or whatever. You know, I fuck mean, it's that. fine. Play the game, it's fun. And maybe you'll hear from us before before a month from now. I mean, I will yeah. be at Disneyland Paris and Tom will be on the Halcyon and I'm sure we'll have a lot to cover, so maybe we'll send, we'll, we'll uh, upload some, some videos to our page, so definitely check that out. And, you know, as I've said this once, and I'll say it again, if you are a fan of Star Wars, please do not listen to Jedi Talk. It's a stupid, stupid podcast with three stupid old women that talk about nothing but farts, so don't listen to it. There are better podcasts out there, like this one.